The Wannabes, episode three of season three. My name is JD. And what's up? It's your boy Wasabi. JD, how are you doing today? I know we had a little meeting, but I'm really excited to talk about, like, you know, housekeeping stuff and just catching up on on this week, honestly. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, this was an episode that for a second, I didn't know if I had the energy for it. And then once I kind of took care of a few chores and got my energy back and took a shower, I'm like, this is the exact thing I want on a Sunday at four o'clock p.m. It's like, I, I just need to remember what the hell happened this week and figure it all out. But right, housekeeping too. That's what we spent a lot of time off mic talking about. Um, yeah. The Patreon is exactly where our heads are at so let's go through it so first off um, we have three posts on the patreon that we said from last week we still have some dms that we're going to toss up there as well so if you are interested in that i think it's just behind that one dollar paywall all everything so far so uh you know go go check out our behind the scenes pre-episode chats if you're interested um we sound so different we are completely different people when we are not on camera so you'll get to discover that um second thing is we are doing the patreon for editing we've been upfront. we want to use that money directly to hire editors to do some short form stuff and we're about halfway there to our first goal of 15 bucks but <laughs> yeah big big woo for that <laughs> but i think and, and will and i came up with this idea I think it's great. It's a great idea. If you are interested in collaborating with us um, as an editor or even someone to just parse through the videos and help with timestamps, anything like that, we would like to offer our Patreon rewards as a kind of barter for some of that work. So we have some $20 rewards that are pretty dope. Will has lessons and reviews and games Mm -hmm. of very Melee, like get good at Melee-centric tier um we also have a tier where i make music for you we do just like a goofy content thing and and it's all inclusive of of our other shit you pretty much become a patron just in exchange for a little bit of work or we could go over like your real life stuff you know how to form resumes how to you know start looking for jobs or just networking tips yeah how to get yourself out there how to get a girlfriend all these things Uh, or boyfriend or boyfriend or partner how to get someone to date you is the overall theme of one <laughs> tier, apparently. Um, so all that shit, if you, you know, not everyone's out here flush with cash and want to, you know, and you still support us by listening and we love you for that. But if you're interested in collaborating and getting some stuff on YouTube on our channel, um, we would really pay you in our own efforts. And I think we'd all come out happy people. Yeah, feel free to shoot us the DMs or or join our Discord and, and DM us there. Uh, also about listening is, like, if any listeners, like, at any episode, like, you hear us say something cool, JD does his classic JD rant that I know a lot of viewers love, or there's an awesome quote, like, would amazingly appreciate if you, like, 
even screenshotted or, or told us like what time that happened. And and that's just another way to support our podcast without needing to to pay with, with Patreon. Of course, like all of our episodes and stuff are free and, and stuff like that, but would appreciate any support that way so that we can start figuring out what you all like and how to make that into shorter content so we can get more wannabes. Yeah, we can get more people in if we get the short form out. That's always been our biggest weakness, but also our, our highest source of potential is mm-hmm. chopping up our shit and making it easily digestible. Um, but we're excited. We have a lot of lot of stuff planned for season three. We're still very much in tune with our capacity, our capabilities. Um, time is is our biggest uh, our biggest enemy and our best friend. So. If you're able to help us with a little bit of time and that screenshot idea, Will was like, yo, I want to ask this. I'm like, dude, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Because just having like one thing that resonates with one person, sometimes we can't tell. If we listen to the episode back, we just don't know. It blurs. I'll be honest. It blurs kind of. I've listened to us talk too many times. Yeah, because we were there for it. So it's like, we don't know. Um, So that just literally, if if you're listening on your phone, you just do the screenshot and you just toss it in a dm hey this part was cool that is yeah, so no helpful you don't even have to say hi to us honestly you really don't <laughs> um so i think that's all for housekeeping um when i said easily digestible i need dude i need to tell you this story yeah go for it so um i'll work backwards about my week because i had a pretty active week i went to a, mm-hmm. um, a concert in brooklyn on friday and then yesterday i um was hanging out with friends and we just like had a bunch of Italian food and ice cream and all the shit. And I was low on sleep from the concert. I was high on dairy and had a few drinks last night. And this morning I woke up at six o'clock and I had the worst stomach pains that I can remember. I was like Mm -hmm. sitting down in the bathroom I was going to I was about to lay down on the cold bathroom and just in in like in a fetal position until this pain went away but I was sweating I was I had like cold sweats and it was the most like profound bizarre mindful question mark experience cuz I was just so in the pain of like mm-hmm. this I need to be fully I I need to get through this 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 will pass but holy shit it was just such a cute, like, mostly because of the dairy. And this might be TMI. And this is not a podcast about my eating as much mm-hmm. as this intro might seem. But that happened today. And it feels like it set the tone for the rest of the day in a almost a weirdly positive way. Hmm. It's That's cool. It, it's still on my mind because it was so early. But, um, man, I, I'm starting to realize how much my my – attention to diet and just health has kind of slipped the past month and it bears repeating that like that is a fundamental part of being productive and being happy um is gut health and and just all that shit um you want to know a cool fact what's up for gut health uh there's a thing that i did in college you can send because I, I my my thesis professor was a microbio professor, so one of his like three hundred level classes. Uh, we sent our like you know stools and 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 what happens is they look at your microbiome in your gut, 
like your composition of it and it's really interesting because like based on regional and cultural stuff like depending on like what you consume you can actually group people based on what bacteria they find in your microbiome from your gut damn group them how like by cultural background like people that eat yeah cultural or regional background like you know for example uh like people who eat a lot of corn and like that sort of stuff that you would see normally from like the hispanic latinx community like you generally would have like similar diets and so their microbiome composition would be look very similar right like the u.s microbiome looks vastly different from like even the european microbiome so it is really really interesting from a scientific perspective totally and one of the things i've been talking to my therapist about since starting back up in march is she talks a lot about that was the first conversation we had was like the gut health and mental health you know sort of thing and so mm. i think that kind of ties into you know this is all speculation but this like different countries different regions of the world are ranked by happiness and america is not one of the happier countries um i think diet's huge because uh, for that reason like just dr k talks about this a lot actually yeah it's it's a new wave because it's yeah. it's one thing to be like oh you're depressed eat better that's not really what i'm saying it's kind of like most i feel like a lot of therapists now are going to say okay you have you're having these mental health issues they ask about your sleep they ask about your diet and they ask about your exercise um and so that is just something that i'm realizing i slipped up and it kind of got away from me for a while um and so having that very acute painful like it was about 15 minutes of me just like groaning and it's, and then Ashley reminded me that we had Pepto-Bismol and that shit saved me mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just a good wake-up call to like okay maybe I'm not going to be in writhing in pain every day but I'm going to be like running out of energy earlier or getting worse sleep because of it or you know not wanting to clean my room because I you know ate ramen three days in a row or whatever it is um that's just what I'm realizing is like okay let me start from scratch let's get my diet in order and then hopefully I can kind of build up from that um mm -hmm. and kind of restart the good habits I had honestly before yeah. the big one but you know I, I never really got a grasp on those habits probiotics are crazy important i mean it's cool to hear that coming from you because i just listened to a dr k video about it in terms of like how gut gut health can like affect like emotions and stuff like that in your capacity and stuff like that and it's so it's such like an eastern philosophy thing so it's interesting that only now like western philosophy or like western teachings is like starting to include that but yeah like it's super good like have just like i always just have like a like a jar of kimchi ready just like for what i needed and I also started doing, like, I think I told you this last week, but I started doing, like, a shot of apple cider vinegar and, and a glass of water just kind of, like, flesh out my system in the morning. And honestly, like, you get used to the taste, like, after two days. And, like, I would suggest it if, if you're interested. And it's, like, it's a nice way that kind of, like, wakes you up. Like, it's kind of like a zing, right? Because it's vinegar. It's, like, it wakes you up in the morning, but also, like, it kind of, like, flushes out your, like, stuff. You're, it, it just feels refreshing after a certain point, honestly. Yeah, Ashley got me gummies, apple cider vinegar gummies. Oh, she, really? She heard us talking nice. about it, I think, last week, and so she got me a little birthday <laughs> basket. You know, it was just oh, that's cute. ACV, yeah. 
I just have a massive jar that I of apple cider vinegar, but that's so cute. That's really sweet. I didn't know they made gummies, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what I've been kind of focusing on. Um, that was my weekend, fun weekend, decent work week. Um, nothing too melee related, but it was definitely, you know, I hopped on. I, I, I played a little bit before we recorded today. I'm, I'm on a little steady streak of just playing Fox on net, unranked and moving around. Um, mm-hmm. But how about you? How have you been? I've been good. I've been mostly good, um, relatively you know, standard week for work and then like um, starting to like set in some good habits and playing more IRL stuff and, and just kind of been thinking a lot about the game, honestly. So like to start off, I guess, like if we're talking like health wise is um, one of my good friends, uh, Dr. Jones, who was a 1v1 guest. He now does like Rocket League and mindfulness stuff, um, but he used to play Melee back in the day. But he like lives like two miles away from me. He, he's like in the town next over. So he like longboarded down. And we actually worked out at like 8.30 yesterday. I am sore as fuck. But it was like really cool because like it was the first time we had a like I had a workout partner. We just I had some free weights and, and we did stuff in the backyard. And, it, and we were just talking, chatting, you know, talking, like sharing experiences, sharing traumas and and just being pretty open and, and vulnerable. But also like in terms of the workout, like we, you know, the only thing we did was like be like, hey, you know, let's just be present. Let's be here. Let's, but we don't need to like overdo anything. So like there were some exercises because I tweaked my back like midweek last week. So I'm like, ah, I don't want to do like a, say a deadlift, right? And so he's like, oh yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Like we don't need to push ourselves. Like this is our first time that we're working out. We don't need to even complete the workout. It's just about consistency. And it was like, we were like both holding each other, like each other accountable of not moving the goalpost, even for small stuff. Like, you know, uh, I didn't do deadlifts and we substituted for like planks and we did like 45 seconds. And then the next time we did planks, like later on, because we didn't feel like doing another exercise, we were like, we were, we, there was a moment where we were like, should we do a minute now? And both of us were like, no, like, let's stick to 45 seconds. We don't need to push it. And it was kind of nice because it was like a very like anti like toxic masculinity way to work out that like was really nice like it it wasn't about like lifting the heaviest object it was about being like oh let's start with 15 pounds and the other being the other person being like yeah that sounds good like do you feel okay with 15 pounds you can go lower if you want and it's like yeah you know what you're right like i'm gonna go lower i don't want to like push myself too much and like i'm still sore i it was a great workout it was a great way to start the morning but it was such an interesting like reverse of what I normally think like a gym setting is. And it was in my backyard, so I can't complain. Yeah, dude. Um, I have similar experiences with one of my lifelong friends who I knew since I was six years old. And we would just go to the gym and like stretch together in the beginning and then kind of just do our own thing. Like, hey, buddy, what are you, what are you doing today? Like, oh, this these are my exercises. And it is kind of a, a weird pull towards wanting to match or exceed what your friends are doing and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of maybe it's testosterone maybe it's just this weird monkey brain thing that we all have like mm-hmm. must do best <laughs> must be best you know yeah like more is more and and we're both hyper competitive too right like he's he has a coach for rocket league and he you know he's pushing hard there me obviously melee and yet it was like the one moment it was like a two-hour chunk in my day where we purposely tried not to be competitive, which was really interesting. Right. And it's it's something that it's 
it's almost like there is a benefit towards it. It's it's the mm-hmm. rivalry kind of pushing each other up kind of attitude that does there is a core of that and why, you know, my my friends there have two friends that are brothers and they are they've been exercising their whole lives. They were collegiate swimmers. Um mm-hmm. now they're big into lifting more so and um they have a relationship where you know, when they're lifting, when they have their pre-workout and they're doing their, their PRs or whatever, they talk shit to each other and they like the classic like, oh, you pussy. Oh, fuck. You know, you, you do this. And I think it's almost like realizing that it's a tool. It's like a weird biohack where as long as I mean, they're brothers, they've you know, they're they're It's mm-hmm. different than than a homie that you respect but you don't know like a brother um and i think you guys setting that tone early gives you room to like okay now we've been you know we have my back feels better we've been kind of getting into the groove let's go for it and then you could find what of that competitiveness what of that um masculine trope can fit in because you are just like you just need a little push. Like what, what can give each other that push in a way that works? Um, and sometimes it's just like, Hey man, just do it. Like you don't need to do it. And then it's like, fuck you. I'm going to, you know what I mean? And then you do, it could be that too. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that. It's just like, Hey, what's the goal here? The goal is not to lift the most weight. The goal is to be healthy. And that, that involves like not being dicks to each other. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's about consistency too, right? Like, especially because both of us don't work out regularly or we fell off of it as many people do. And it was like, you know, it's much better to just like do little bit every week than like do, you know, lift heaviest object and then like be out of commission for two weeks, you know? But I think it was nice. I mean, it summed it up. Like, I think the best way to sum up the experience was afterwards we were debating on playing Melee. And and Drew just told me straight up being like, because originally, like, I didn't have expectations of us playing Melee, but as every former Melee player does or current, you bring your controller just in case. And and so, he you know, he said that at the beginning. And afterwards, you know, I wasn't expecting to play Melee, but, like, because, like, when we were hanging out and talking at the fest, you know, we specifically said, like, he was like, hey, I really, like, don't want to fall back into melee because I'm giving it my all into Rocket League right now. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, our friendship doesn't have to be centered around melee, but we can push each other and, like, talk about mindfulness and motivation. Me for melee, you for Rocket League. And that's totally fine. And that's kind of, like, I like that we, like, even laid down, like, what our friendship is and, like, what our needs are. And then at the end, like, he was like, you know, I'm down to play a little bit of Falco at first. And I'm like, cool, cool. Let me see if, like, Pilar's okay with us playing because she was still asleep. And... You know, at and when I got back, he was like, actually, you know, like, I'm feeling really good for today. I'm feeling energetic. And, like, you know, I know you were playing Melee beforehand. Like, I haven't been playing a lot of Melee. And I think, like, it might be a little bit too much for my ego. And I don't want that to derail my day right now. So, like, I'm going to actually, like, you know, do a 180 and, like, let's not play Melee. And I'm like, hey, like, perfect. Like, yeah, that's no problem at all. Like... I, you know, I got other stuff to do as well, but, like, thanks for telling me. And it was almost, like, that kind of summed up the vibe of, like, the entire experience, you know? Just to be able to, like, be open and say, like, you know what? Like, I'm having a really great day so far, and I don't want this and my ego to derail it. And being, like, yeah, that's awesome. I accept that. And, like, thanks for sharing. 
That's really funny. Um, yeah. I mean, if I hadn't played for a long time, I would feel the same exact way, to be honest. Like, I totally, totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, to- I, I can't get into that mindset right now. I more sympathize than empathize, because if I were at someone's house and I could play IRL Melee, but also I've been playing, you know, I haven't been out of the yeah. game for a long time. So, but yeah, dude, I like, I love that attitude. Just understanding where we're at for ourselves yeah. and being like, all right, this, you know, I said this earlier. And I do this shit all the time where, like, I'll set up what my day could look like to be successful. For example, the other – for on Friday, I was like, okay, if, if I just clean my room and um, – uh, I think it was clean the room and clean the sink. Like, mm-hmm. if I just do those two things, I'll have a successful day. But then I ended up running errands, right? Like, I had other shit to take care of that I didn't set that intention. Um, and then you're like, you know what? I – didn't clean the sink but i did clean my room and i did do errands Mm -hmm. and you don't have to harp on it i just kind of let it go and then went on with my day and kept being like all right these are the reason i needed to do that because then i went to the city and was enjoying myself and then a show and blah 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 and there's ways to kind of be hard on yourself and be like no these are the intentions i set this is what i'm going to be but then you know you don't know how you're going to feel three hours in advance you know so having that flexibility is like i think that is very in tune with what you guys are talking about the mindfulness of it of mm-hmm. no i i thought this is where i'd be at and sorry if i got your hopes up or whatever and and sorry if you wanted to play melee it's just not not the right move for me now and that that goes a long way that kind of yeah that habit yeah no i mean it took a lot of strength to 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 say that and like I think it's been interesting because I think like this idea, like ultimately, right? Like the one of the ideas we're talking about is like is moving goalposts, right? Like you set them up, and then you're like either there's the fallacy of like the minute that you do it once, you like move it further. When in actuality, you should keep it there until like it becomes like so automatic and almost too easy, right? And or the other thing, right, with life where it's like you set up these like super strict goalposts and it's like and as you said like sometimes you don't clean the sink and you just do a chore and and clean your room right and that some might say like isn't what you set out to do but like there should be that sort of flexibility that like you can have multiple goalposts or it isn't as like strict as it should be and i think i've been thinking about this a lot with like melee recently honestly because your boy has been post the big one has been getting his ass handed to him in fests and in, in on in net play sessions honestly and i think the the big thing i'm trying to think of right now is like there's so many good i think i've gotten so much good advice recently um mainly from zamu and uh from kikomi please who's this like old old school west coast uh player can play kind of every character but i got wrecked yesterday by him and and both of them gave really good advice. Zamu first, and he put a Twitter thread that I retweeted out a few days ago about like not always initiating first or committing first. And I've been really working on that. And then and I've that's been like my whole thing. And I've actually been playing really well after that. Like I was low-key fucking up beer man in sessions and stuff like that, which I'm always happy when I can do that. And and you know, he gave me props for it. But then like I played Kiko yesterday and he gave me a ton of other good advice because he he know he like really poked the holes in my my play over like a hour long 
session. Like there was, I think after like 30 minutes, I couldn't take a game from him actually, which is crazy. And it's just because he like kept on abusing certain like situ in-game situations where I didn't have the strongest like mix up like awareness. And he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep playing until we get to this situation where I know I win. And I'm like, fuck. Uh, and I tried to do like all both Zamu's advice and Kikomi Please's advice at an IRL fest yesterday. And it like I was so shadow realmed afterwards. Like I was not having fun. And I there was just I was thinking too much about everything and just not like playing and being present in the game. But I like tried to make too many changes and move my own goalpost in the game before like I really mastered one. And so I'm gonna go back and like it's great that Kiko gave me that advice, but I definitely have to like still iron out what Zamu said and Zamu's advice first before really being able to tackle like playing sort of that mix-up game or a more fleshed out like and like mix-up game and and kind of playing the player more. And it's interesting because I think it's harder to yeah, it was just too hard to do both of those at the same time. And I was just getting like way, way too jumbled up watching uh, Galen Top 64 yesterday and also trying to do like two completely new concept ideas that I'm trying to work on. And I think it was also tough. Like it was exacerbated by the fact that like these fests aren't with like homies that I play with, like that I've been playing with for years, you know? So it's not like I'm playing you or Panos or Zhou Young or Nico. It's like, these are new people and I have to get used to their style. And it's also like, it's different, right? You're kind of like the new, new kid at a school almost. So yeah, it was, it was such an interesting experience. And, and I've just been kind of reflecting on it because I definitely moved my goalposts like way too quickly, way too fast. Yeah. I mean, introducing new concepts is always about kind of layering it in rather than just, you know, it's, it's the way you introduce it to like, if you're, if, if we're thinking about your melee skill or how you are as a player as like baking, right? You're, you mm -hmm. have all these ingredients that you've been introducing over time and someone comes in and it's like, yo, you need this pound of flour. Uh, you know, you're doing well, but this, this huge thing is you got to throw it in there. It's like, you can't just dump it all in. That'll fuck your day up. It's like little at a time, little at a time. Okay. Wait, lemon juice. All right. Little at a time. Um, otherwise like it'll still absorb eventually but sometimes you got to really dig out what you were and shake off that extra shit and like all right wait this dough that i've had is actually what i need and then it's just about pacing the new shit um and i think with irl coming back it's a completely new challenge because you i don't know it's it's almost like you're you have to relearn how to play IRL again. We all will. Oh no, it's so hard. I'm already struggling with that. Like, yeah. like I'm used to like quiet headphones, got my percentages on another screen next to me and like getting in the zone. And now like, you know, doing rotations and stuff like that. Like people are just like chatting, which is totally understandable. But you know, people are chatting, talking and it's like, oh damn, like how did I do this before? Right. You know? And I think it's it's so interesting because there are more distractions with with IRL me melee too. Yeah, I, and I think this also ties into that that conversation we had after the the session after last, right? Um, mm -hmm. Just I know 
I know that it might seem redundant and it's definitely like very much my perspective on the game, but the idea of kind of having like, you know, we, we, we have our gameplay as part of ourselves. Like they are very intertwined and that's why melee is a beautiful expression. That's why it's almost more like a martial art than it is an esport, right? It's like, we bring ourselves to our character, to the screen and, you know, that, that's important, but it's also like that our sense of self needs to be preserved at all times. And that's why losing sometimes feels like you're getting shadow realms. Cause it's not just your gameplay lost. It's like you lost, like you showed up and they showed up and they beat you as a person. And it feels that way, but it's not necessarily true because what really happened was that your character didn't perform the right actions and like, you can separate those two. And I think the big challenge with IRL and going to tournaments and I think why I don't like online play um, or at least online tournaments as much is my like my tendency to really spend the time separating who I am and who my character is like how, how the gameplay goes versus who I am. And then being able to mer- when they merge is when I play at my best, but it's not. It, it can be separated when it gets a little bit like, oh, I'm getting beat. No, 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 my character's getting beat. I'm fine. Recollect who am I? And that's why I do well at fests too. Is like I'm able to if I lose, like just take a beat, maybe have a drink. Smoking helps with this a lot. Like having a smoke sesh with the players that are kicking your ass really humanizes them really like brings it all together and it helps me learn the people well and that and then once you humanize the good players then you realize you could beat them like oh these guys are fucking stoned i'm stoned but they're stoned so let me go beat them and then i get i can play better maybe not necessarily level up in the in the moment but i don't feel like that same oh wow i'm getting fucked up type of thing so there's a lot of ways to skin a cat here. Like there's no one well, right answer into that, but I think just exploring the sense of self around IRL is going to be like a way to build those skills back up. You know what I mean? Like that could be a lens that you could use. I, yeah, I sort of get it. I mean, you know, we work very differently yes. with, with with melee. So I don't think a smoke session, unfortunately, will be the no. the vibe for me. Not at all. But I think it was like, because when I say I'm, I'm getting fucked up, it's more of just like an admission of like, I, I'm not too worried about like myself versus my character. I think it's more so like just stating it like factually, like, yeah, they were like definitely giving me the hands. But I think, um, yeah, I think with Fest, though, the biggest thing is just like, it's so easy to like, just like it be the game in you in in online sessions, you know? But in a fest, there's, like, so many other variables going on as well. And it's, like, it takes a little time to be able to, like, drown out those, like, unnecessary noises. I wouldn't say drown out, but, like, adjust your, like, focus in conjunction with, like, the background noise that, that are naturally at at fests, you know? And I think that's, like, the, the different thing. Because I even think about, like, when I used to have fests in New York and they were there were some fests that were definitely like casual fests and then also like serious fests too and i think there was like 
a clean distinction, but because I'm still kind of trying to find out like who to play with and who to hang out with and, and who to get practice with all all here. And, and it's been really good practice, honestly. But I think it's it's definitely been interesting to go back to IRL where it's not just like me, my thoughts in the game, where I can kind of like really, really hone in, take a breather and almost have the same thing as you, where you know how you don't like asking for breaks online. Yeah. I kind of have the opposite with with IRL, actually. You don't like asking for breaks IRL. Usually, yeah. I'm or like I think it's like less breaks, but more like in between games. Like you know, like how in between games, like you know, both players have to press start. So you, you know, in that time, you have like some time to like think about it and like do something about it. Like in Fest, it's like you switch because you know you're you're holding up a rotation or something like that. Hmm. I guess. So that. yeah. Yeah. I I, but I think yeah. overall it's just adjusting to mainly the just the additional noise that comes with like IRL events inherently. But I'm also gonna get like a like setup, an audio setup, so that I can yeah, like, that's the meta. headphones again. Yeah. I'm not I don't think I can go back to like not having that. No, it's it's definitely the move. Um yeah. I also think uh <laughs> masks are going to be a really good way to curb the smell of uh of certain places if i know i i hate leading into that trope but i'm talking like not fests but big majors you know and and maybe a regional or or us mm-hmm. you know the the venue doesn't have the best circulation whatever whatever it is wearing a mask is like kind of helpful um yeah limiting distractions is definitely like something we all have to rediscover um i do think that the idea of preserving um self is what i, I i'm i'm I kind of stuck on that i think maybe you that wasn't what you were saying but it's what i heard because mm-hmm. i i mean full disclosure i don't i don't think any of my parents listen to this so i could say this um i've been doing a little bit of acid lately um like more than i have in a long time i've, I've never been huge into doing it all the time but i've been like kind of you know not tripping, but doing a little bit. And, and there's this kind of wavelength that I've been dipping into and, and out of, which is the idea of self and the idea of like who I am and how I can be intertwined with the group around me, with the people around me. And I really think that I want to try it at a fest next. Um, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing that would be too, um, like visual not because that would that would make me vomit i think but something just like okay i'm i'm dipping into this again like we are an organism this this fest is a collection of people and we're we're all contributing energies and that is something that once it's like instead of having to distract uh, uh not distract but filter the sounds and instead of needing to like um have it be something that like I could play well in spite of what's around me, there's a way to almost lean into it and be like, I have no control over the sounds around me. I can only control what I perceive and what I can, what, what I have. And that allows kind of like, like getting used to that and being happy with it and being headphone free might be a valuable thing. Because if you think about the, you know, the, the regional where, you know, you get on stage and you're playing for top eight 
against someone who you could lose to, you could beat, but your homies are there and they're cheering for you. Like sometimes you don't want to filter that out. Sometimes it, it you know, depending on the player, um, you know, getting into that and having that energy kind of consume you and having it be like, wow, I am here. I am part of this. Like, you know, that could be something to tap into. And and I'm really talking on my ass here because this is all theory. I've never been someone to like, I've, I've played with headphones. I've played without headphones. I've never had straight into the audio, like what you're mm-hmm. suggesting. I think that's an amazing move. Um, But I've always been someone that's good at fests. You know, I've always been able to somewhat perform at, at tournaments if I prepare well enough. And I'm really interested in, you know, as these events come back, as regionals come back onto the menu and, and fests and all that, um, what can I do to like find that energy, find that wavelength and use it to, to power me up? Like, is it, you know, can it be harnessed is what I'm trying to say. And, and it's all speculation again, but, um, you know, hearing you talk about it, it's like, fuck. I wonder how I'm going to do it at my first, like, cause the bachelor party was like a half fest. Um, mm-hmm. only half the people there were like playing melee at any one time, but I don't know, man, there's, there's something there that I, I'm going to try to crack into. It's, I don't know. Do you know what I mean though? Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I like, I, I find the way that you're going about it. I get what you mean. And, and definitely the way you're going about it definitely, I think suits, suits you for sure i think yeah i think that's it like i think that it's like it's it's such a personal thing right so it's it's hard to really like talk about it in terms of like advice for for other people so we're just kind of both fleshing out the ideas for ourselves in real time like for me i think it's like the noise is neither good or bad it's just is there and there's like an acceptance to it but i think like having been you know for like what a year and a half at this point like like the world's just gotten way more quiet, right? And so I think like the the big thing is really just um getting used like recalibrating with the noise, you know, and because everyone like I think perfected their own like what is it? Like their own routine and their own like practice routines in this like almost too quiet space of their room. But now it's almost the opposite, right? So I think it just will it will just take time to kind of like adapt and i think it's also just like depending on like the space right like i think everyone is like having i think also yeah it's partially just also being on the west coast right like it's not like everyone's kind of returning to seeing their homies and stuff like that and i think the feeling i have generally also is like this isn't just like it's like it's just a fest to me at the moment and like almost like a like mixer to get to know a lot of these new awesome people sure but it's not like the return excitement of like seeing you or the new york boys like that like you know a lot of other smashers are experiencing in the moment as well right now you know just because like i moved across the country so on top of like it being like you know noisier than like my bedroom and stuff like that or my office it's also the fact that it's like it's not my homies per se yet and like eventually it will i'm sure you know, and, and they're really nice people, but it's, it, you know, it doesn't hit the same as like, as seeing the, you know, your friends that you've been playing with for like the last four years. Right. I yeah. think, I think I would also have a, have a time with that. Not like, 
I don't hear that this is a hard time or a bad time. It's just a time. It's like, yeah. it's not like, it's, adjustment. Casu- it's not like casually like, oh, yo, like me and Young are having people over just come through and then you barely think about it. You just kind of like, oh, maybe we'll get some like chips <laughs> or like we'll get, we'll get a six mm-hmm. pack or whatever. It's like very easy and, and you know the steps and you know it's going to be a good time. So you don't worry about it. Like it's, it's a deliberate effort to make friends around you and to mm-hmm. like, slowly integrate or to maybe not slowly but to properly integrate into the scene because like you know enough that just because you play melee doesn't mean you're best friends with everyone around you immediately um it takes time to develop those relationships and and that's and you're you're doing it in the honest proper way you know it's just it will never happen the first time it just you're you're not on their wedding list yet, bro. <laughs> like you, you yeah, but you know no, that. Exactly. But yeah. yeah, and so I think I think it's it's really fascinating to put myself to try to put myself in your shoes, of like what would it be like to even if it's just two states over, you know, people I barely know. Like cross country is super relevant because you would never see these guys at the same regional earlier in your career. But like it goes with any transition in scene or anyone getting into the scene for the first time. You're going through that mm-hmm. same step. And yes, people might respect you more as a player because you're a a veteran, very good player, but there's still that sense of like, you know, you got to show up, you got to, you don't know who each person is. You don't know, like, you know, maybe there's a person there that is like, has a bit of a reputation for getting a little too drunk, or maybe there's a person there that is like the nicest person, but they're super quiet and like all these little human traits are like it's not just you're there to play the game you're there to learn who everyone is at the same time it's like such a trip while also trying to get better at the game right it's almost like it's almost like you 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 it might be good to like i mean we're talking about changing the goalposts right it it might be important to to you know debrief with yourself and be like look how much what how much was it possible for me to focus on gameplay here you know like how how much Cause you're also bringing these concepts from these players that gave you incredible advice. And it, it might've been just like, it was, it was information overload last night. Like I right. literally was like, came back home was kind of like just quiet, sad and was like watching anime because I was like, it was just like, it wasn't like, it was like a bad experience, but it was just like trying to do too much. And like my brain definitely like short circuited a bit. Yeah. And I think that's, that's important to just like, you know, maybe, maybe it was just another, I mean, that that's how I felt after the big one. Right. And it was, yeah, it was a situation of having expectations and like, you know, you very well understood that the concepts that um, you learned from these players were very important for you to start working towards that. Even though you understood them, you still were a couple steps away from having them fully integrated and subconscious and you're like all right dope i've done this before i've learned concepts i've put them into practice and over the course of weeks or months put them into my gameplay and so you're like all right i'm gonna start that but you know with an irl tournament and and it was you know irl is just so especially players you never knew it's just so much shit that like i don't think you could have possibly understood what it was going to be it's like, does a five-year-old know what their first birthday party is going to be like? They know it's going to be fun. They know there's going to be cake. 
but they don't know what the hell they're getting themselves into. It's like, we're all going to have to rediscover that with our first fest and our first tournament. Um, good thing is like, I don't think you're going to have that same feeling again. Like, I think it was like coming home and, and kind of feeling cruddy is like, that is the lesson. I think you're set now, at least for the next one. Plus everyone knows you now. So it's like, they're not complete strangers. And you, it, it was a, it seems to me like it was a very good hurdle, even if you like snagged your ankle on it, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing yeah. at least. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think it, it will probably persist just like, because it's not the same, you know, still as like the New York people. Like I could like, I think Panos is a great example of this because he always came to my place like after after work. And some days we'd come home and we'd play a little bit and we'd be talking and laughing and, and having a good time. And, and then, you know, just grabbing a few beers and, and it would be pretty relaxed, right? And, and, that, and you kind of just like knew that was the vibe. And then there would be other times where we'd go home, we'd, you know, do the same thing on the train ride, and the minute the the TV, the CRT turns on, deadpan silence for, like, an hour and a half until, like, we get too, thir- like, we get thirsty or, or hungry. And then and then we, we put the controllers down, and then we talk and have fun again. But I think it's just, like, different because I think, like, with Panos, I could be like, oh, you know, like, I'm... I'm kind of trying to work on this. Like, would you mind if we like really get into like a deep session or something? Or it's like obvious where it's like we're both vying for like more of a hangout session. Or here, it's it's almost like you, I don't have that yet. And I think it's it's one of those things that will come just like with time for sure. But I think it it just was it's really interesting actually, and it was probably like what I felt with the with the fest today as well, or with yesterday as well yeah oh man there's so there's so much shit to talk about like i'm i'm so into this conversation like Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think the the idea of like preserving yourself is still i'm still hung up on it because what you're what you're saying with with panos is like you were comfortable saying this is where i'm at and this is what i need right now and requesting it just straight up like yo let's play it or not even requesting it verbally just like the attitude you brought was very honest and then either even if he was not exactly on your your wavelength at the time he's a good player to the point of knowing that's the vibe and just getting into that zone right and having that relationship with him and knowing him um, part of it is that you're comfortable bringing that but also you know that he would come and join you in that like we're Mm -hmm. gonna we are good friends but we're here to play and learn and verbally or not that is expressed from you to him and part of the weirdness of having an unfamiliar fest and again why i think that i can get into fest easier is the like just complete willingness to not have that serious play just to throw the idea of that out the window until it comes naturally maybe if i find someone who's giving me really good games then i'm like all right i'm gonna get into this now um, setting the intention after I realize it's a viable option and being really flexible with with knowing what I'm going to get out of the fest. Um, mm-hmm. And that is just who I am. That's just an honest, like, we are, we, we talk about this all the time. We're very different people. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's just That is like, the most JD thing I've heard. Yeah. It's like, I, I, if I'm going to a fest, obviously I want to play good melee. And the next couple I'm going to, I'm not going to be just fucking around the whole time. 
Um, but I also like just love kicking it. I love just like either meeting new homies or catching up with people I haven't seen in a while and, you know, getting a little loose and just, you know, making sure my priorities are having a great time rather than becoming a better player. And of course, the sacrifice of that is that my trajectory of skill is less of an incline like that should go without saying but it's worth mentioning um and that this is just kind of the trade-offs we're working on right this is like what we're (laughs) realizing this is this is this is the the crux of it is like yeah you know having the perspective of i'm going to go to this fest to work on these concepts sometimes like when it doesn't work out it just kind of it it hurts a a bit more you know Mm -hmm. and so it's this is why I fucking love having you as my co-host because we we have these different perspectives that are both a little bit on the extreme. Oh yeah, um, I mean, uh, for for comparison, I know who I'm playing with. I'm watching videos of that character on the train ride before I meet up with them. I can't imagine. I have some, I have like some notes that I have like, okay, like I'm playing this person. They like to do this. Like, let let's let's how do I, how do I want to deal with this situation? Or it's like, okay, I'm playing Falco. Okay what are three things I want to work on against Falco, you know? And that's like all I think about wow. <laughs> when going to a fest rather than like, I know we're going to kick it. I mean, like, that's the thing with New York. There's like, I I was there for so long. Like I knew I would kick it with beer man or big kid or, or Panos or, or young or Nico, but like, at, like train ride up to say Nico, which was like an hour away up because he was in like West Harlem hour and a half. I'd be watching Peach VODs. I'd be watching Falcon VODs because Smoker lives there. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get games with Smokers and Nico. All right, how do I want to do it? And it's I'm not necessarily watching like them in specific, but I'm watching Fox Peach, Fox Falcon. And I have ideas in my mind of like, okay, last time like I was having trouble with this. Like, let's go in working on that. And then and then we'll kick it as like, like kicking it will happen afterwards. You know, and that is so it's very interesting how opposite and polarizing it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think for me, it's like I. I because I, I do prioritize like I'm, I don't want to misrepresent myself like mm-hmm. I do. I do want to get the most out of that because I love the game so much. Like, I think we both love the game so, so much. It's just like what what are our love languages with it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. Obviously, like when I'm at a fest, I'm gonna be playing a ton of melee. Like that's just that's how it goes. That's how it always goes. If there's a ping pong table, I'm not too interested in it until I'm like ready to take a break from the game. Like that's still who I am, um, you know. But my first instinct when I get to a fest is like, all right, how do I just set myself up for full longevity? Like, not how do I get the best games in not how do i like and i'm not saying you do any of this this is just you know Mm -hmm. um, but like how do i just have the best time because i know when i have a good time it's like a perpetual motion machine like i'm enjoying myself therefore i play more therefore like i be and because i'm playing more while i'm enjoying myself i like the games and then i could be honest when i need breaks and i can enjoy the breaks and i can meet my you know and having i think it's it's a little bit of like a difference in maybe flexibility and i I will i would say you're more flexible with vests yeah like i I would be okay admitting that like i'm definitely the type of guy where like if someone just claims me like yo i'm playing with jd i'm like all right like 
I'm playing with you. Like that's it. And and mm-hmm. we'll play for a while and if, you know, if it gets to the point where we're not enjoying it anymore, that's obvious or or what like it um it reminds me of the Upstate Fest 2 weeks ago where I got there and Patches is like, "Yo, we're playing." I'm like, "All right." And I just play with Patches for a while. And uh, you know, uh, Patches doesn't listen to this. I was fucking his peach up so hard. I was just like immediately first games, just doing everything right. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, as the night went on, it was just the first person I would see, yo, let's play. You want to play doubles? Yes. Want to do this? Yes. Part of that's because I haven't been in a fest for so long that, like, it, I think it would be different if it was a fest every other night and I was playing the same dude all, all the time. And eventually I'd be like, we play all the time. Let's play someone else. So right now, I think both of us would be in that zone of, like, if someone was like, yo, Wasabi, play me. I'm pretty sure you'd be like, yeah, let's fucking <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna say no to you. So, but I would also yeah. have like, if I knew who was going to the fest, I would also have like a personal quota of games I would want to play with people too. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I would be like, like okay, upstate. I know Patches is there, so obviously Jmook's there. I, I would be like in my head, like, and it wouldn't need to be Jmook. It would just need to be a Sheik, to be honest. Sure. Even though I love Jmook homie amazing player but i would be like oh man like i'd never play with sheiks on net play there's so few sheiks on that play i really want sheik practice mm. so i would like go up be like hey would you be down to like do a session i, I really want to like sit down and kind of like hash some sheik stuff out but I, I but like i would know that ahead of time like i would know which matchups i want to work on the most ahead of a fest if i knew the attendee the the attendee list wow yeah i mean they both both strategies have have their perks and their their kind of downsides right it's like yeah yeah. i i think um i think anyone listening if we were to give advice is just to like yeah that's a good way to end it it's just yeah if we were to give one advice like if we if yeah so so obviously we have very different strategies for fests and tournaments um Mm -hmm. i think the bottom line and why we're kind of able to talk about our own experience as different as they are the advice i would give is just figure out what works for you and always look for the mistakes you make because it's it's not like huge errors it's not like it's not like you're like man i gotta completely revamp the way i treat fests because i came home and was sad and watched anime it's just like okay my mistake this time i underestimated how loud fests were i forgot how loud and distracting this shit was and then like solving it you already talked about like looking into getting the headphones asap looking into that that rig yeah Just, though more for tournament and stuff like that sure than i'm not gonna i i'm at least i'm good enough to know that i wouldn't do that unless i like know well, the person well enough whatever but you, you get what but i'm yeah, saying be honest with yourself saying. and like figure out what works for you is my takeaway I, what, what's yours my takeaway i think is just like dude it's been so long like it, uh, we fantasize fests, we have such different images of fests, you know. I think it's just like take it in with with open arms and like just feel what you need to feel. Like I don't think, like you know, it was a fun fest and these feelings like kind of surfaced like as I as I was like bike riding home and stuff like that. But like and like uh, you know as I got home. But like you know, I think it's like we've fantasized and hyped up fests and it's it's amazing and it's fun to play IRL melee and. It's glad I'm glad the world is opening up, but it's also different. Like we're just very different people as uh, compared to what we were a year and a half ago, 
and like what we're used to like we're we're used to way more quiet also you know so i think it will take time to readjust like with anything else that's a good way to end it. I want to get invited yep. to another fest as soon as possible. This bachelor party I have on Thursday is not a smash one, so mm. uh, small rip to that prospect. Um, but I'm really glad you're you're getting into these NorCal fests. They sound fucking dope. Yeah, um, no, super, super sick. I, I'm jealous as hell. Uh, oh, quick local update. There is none. None. <laughs> this yeah. week no no local update but we're we're working on it the oh the uh new york city local came back the nightclub yeah, yeah. now yeah yeah nightclub uh i, I think well yeah i have thoughts on that but we'll, we could talk next week about it yeah let's let's talk next week because talking about fests and and practice and my infinite try hardness and that to the point of cringiness at times uh <laughs> Zamu just hit me. I hit up Zamu like an hour or like two hours ago being like, hey, like free to play today. Messages me back like you down to play in 20 minutes. And as we've been talking, I've been doing my hand warm up exercises. Below the camera. <laughs> Good for you. So that's, so that's not try hard. That's just that's just smart. I know. But, you know, it, it, it's on brand. It's 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 on par for the Wasabi brand for sure. Dude, that'd be so funny if you're like, hold up, and you just stood up, and your face was out of frame, and you were just like, "This, I have to do it. I have to do it standing." <laughs> like you could just like do it. We just see oh your hands gosh. for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oh not. man, but that's a good way to end. This was a good episode. That was a good way to end it for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped from every time we talk now. It's like season three, three for three, and like being really excited about the game after, and that's yeah. that's the vibe I think we we're gonna be hitting. It's just yeah it's coming back how do we prepare how do we do it right and uh optimize fun or optimize improvement yeah yeah dog or both hopefully optimize both have a great rest of your sunday it's been fun you too man enjoy zamu yeah thank you wish me luck he fucked me up last time can you record it and have it be patreon uh exclusive i might stream it i might stream it actually because uh I'm too lazy to use Slippy Replay, so I'm going to just stream it for, for VOD stuff. For VOD's sake, yes, sir. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Have fun. All right. Yeah. Peace. Bye. Bye.